Hey, it's Dan Harmon from Harmontown. I want to tell you about an exciting new podcast coming to Feral Audio called Launch Left. Rain, Phoenix, and Moon Zappa are going to interview extraordinary minds, mavericks, and pioneers in their fields. This season, Launch Left is going to celebrate nonconformists like Michael Stipe, Shepard Ferry, Spike Jones, Mario Batali, and many others. And those guests are also going to spotlight their favorite left-of-center emerging artists. So listen and subscribe now at feralaudio.com slash left, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can do it however you want, man. That's the nonconformist part. Welcome to Twisting the Wind. Good, 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 good. Only one spot, this is it. Box ready, box steady, rock steady. I have deemed this dame the Dagnad Stick Game. Hey, welcome to Twisting the Wind. Wow, it's been a while. Uh, thanks for being here right now. The levels are good. Levels are hot. Yeah, everything is real smooth. I have, <laughs> I have deemed this my Dane. Is that it, Dane? Do you know those words, Dame and Dane and Dean, Dean, Dane? This is my Dane. I've got a fucking hair in my mouth right now. How was that? Ah, oh, God, what a. It's, uh, Okay, I got it. I've got, I've got, I've gotten, I've, I've really gotten good at getting hair out of my mouth, like real fast. Remember as a kid, that was a real, that was a real death sentence. Remember that getting the hair. I remember being a kid and getting that hair. <laughs> no, but seriously though. But remember, remember as a kid getting that hair, and it just was like shit. You gotta find mom, or you gotta find an adult to help. There's a hair on your mouth. Hair, hair on my mouth. It's a hair on my mouth. Yeah, because you can't. If you if you got that hair in your mouth, you can't possibly. 
swallow it, uh, which you really can't. Like, you could, it would be okay, but one, in your brain, it's not okay. And two, it is difficult. It is like if someone made a hair food, you'd be like, oh, this is, this is impossible to eat. So yeah, there's that. And then it's just this thing of, um, something about, if it, it's like a thing where you, if you close your mouth, you'll lose it. <laughs> it's like you're, uh, God forbid you should forget about the thing you want to forget about. You know what I mean? But seriously, it's true. Yeah, hair in your mouth. I've gotten good at it though, because I got that big old dog. I got a big old, oh, I just think I just, I think I just clipped, guys. I think I just fucking clipped. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We can handle it. We got all, we got state of the art. We got SOA compressors, state of the art. SOTAA, SOTA. We got SOTA compressors in here. I was a sip of some black tea. Ah, uh, yeah. Gotta get the hair out of the mouth because of the dog. It's true, though. That dog. That dog produces, that dog of mine, produces so much hair. It's a thing where I've, I've joked about it on Twitter. And if you're not following me on Twitter and you're listening to this podcast, I don't know what you're even doing. Because I don't even know how you, how you even got here if you didn't, if you're not already following my my you know, illustrious, irrevocably, irreverently, what's the word, what's the word, inconsistent Twitter account? Yeah, if you're not following that, then I don't know why you're here. I don't know why you're here on Twisting the Wind, the podcast. I am Johnny Pemberton. I like to introduce myself, really staccato, really hitting all those, hitting those plosives, hitting those plosives in my name. Hitting those plosives. That's my Tom York impression just now. The band Radiohead. Uh, they play so much in Spain. Why did not come to Italy? I did the dupe. And what happened there? A nice Italian man devolved into... My wife! My wife! I'm getting so far off the point. My name's Johnny Pemberton. This is my podcast called Twist in the Wind. It's been kind of inconsistent because I've been traveling. The good things have been happening. So here's the deal. I'm going to just say this out, out, out right out first. Uh, I talk about this all the fucking time, but I'm serious now. This podcast is unsustainable and sustainable. Sometimes I'm having trouble with the words that I know. This podcast is not sustainable in its current format. It's not saying it's bad. Oh, you know it's not bad. It's probably one of the best. But that's because it's highly produced, um, which is I don't have a lot of time to have a highly produced podcast anymore. So here's my plan. This is my plan right now. Once a month, I will give you the fucking golden daddy. The big fucking hot golden circle Fibonacci crankshaft of cut out of paper made into three-dimensional what was once two-dimensional golden fucking daddy. I'm going to call it the golden daddy. That's going to come out once a month. And the rest are going to just be either this, A, just me. <laughs> Just me, and I will be, um, I'm going to try answering some 
uh, listener emails, like questions. Because I realize, <laughs> I wish I could sample the way I just said realize just now. And I, you know what? I wish I can. I can sample it. I'll do. I will do it. What? What can? So I, I realize that I enjoy, and I'm somewhat okay at giving advice, or at least talking something out, and I like it. I don't know. Um, that being said, I wish I could take my own advice over at least even half the time. It'd be great. But, you know, that's the nature of, uh, nature of man, nature of the world, nature of, of humankind is to ignore the thing that you know the best and focus on the thing that you know the least because such is how we do things or how we can do things and how it helps to not. Um, so I'm going to throw this out there. This is the email. It's twistingthewind at gmail.com. Many of you have emailed me. I've loved it. I've loved some musical suggestions. Some of you I haven't had a chance to respond to yet. Sorry. Uh, but I will. And uh, I really appreciate that. I've got some fucking, oh man, some music. Like, too much music that I, I can't absorb it. Like, I'm, my, my sponge, the sponge of my musical ability is, uh, has, has gotten smaller. Or it's gotten rotten. I don't know. Something's happened. I just can't absorb music like I used to. But I will take your uh, your queries and all kinds of crazy shit, and I'll respond to them on here. So that's one that's one one possible or potential or forthcoming podcast style that will be blast forth. Other one, second one is just a straight up sit down with a great person, whether it be a guy who's an expert with bees, which I'll be talking about in a minute here, or um, someone I, you know, someone I just like to fucking pavilier with. Okay, does that make sense to you? And then you'll have that golden daddy to share with your friends and drop acid to. But you know, I think that's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what happens with all things. A lot of people don't know about this. Okay, a lot of people don't really know, but I know. And I don't really know, no, but I know is that sometimes the thing. When you're like being like, uh, this is just going to be a fun one. This is just going to be for filler. This is just going to be like, throw it away because the other thing I'm really working on, I got to spend time on that. So I'll just fucking shit out this little nugget here just for time's sake. That thing, that little nugget you shit out, that little like casual, okay, I got to do this real quick. A lot of times that ends up being the best one. That ends up being the granddaddy right there. It's happened in history. It's happened all the time. It's happened with all kinds of famous artists have experienced that. Um, I won't name a few because you can figure it out. But yeah, so uh, that might just happen. But I'm not going to ordain that because then that's sort of like saying the very thing that you said wasn't going to be the way it was is going to be different than how you said it because of what you said with regards to it it's like that whole thing with, with documentaries you know uh that's such a great word for it i can't think for it. i i quote this all the time in great conversation over dinner and sounds smart but i can't think of it now the phenomenon that when you observe something it's changed so there's no true objective documentary because when you're viewing something, the way in which you view it is in and of itself non-objective because you are, yeah. I mean, you can make a truly objective documentary, but it would be, 
it will be the most it will be security camera footage but even then it's like it's not even that it's it, it's you just can't do it it's not possible you can come close but you can't truly really do it that's okay though object objectivity is fucking bullshit i i don't mean that uh, empirically or or completely but i mean in terms of like oh he's objective he's subjective he's so disconnected from it it's okay to be invested it's okay to like what you um are to have an opinion have an opinion about something it's whatever this is <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to like media theory here that I don't even know about, but so that so there you go. That's going to be the, uh, the 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 twisting the wind forthcoming here now into a more regular section of of my life as it intertwines with your life. And I I employer I employer I employ hi I employer who are you. I do not know, but I know I'm employer. I'm a guy who has a shirt on, you know, it's kind of dirty, and I got it washed, but it still has a stain. I am employer. I have four employees at this store. I'm kind of a dick, but, you know, I've got two kids, then a fat wife, and I, you feel bad for me, so you don't get mad at me. Hi, I am employer. What I meant to say is I employ you. <laughs> I did it again. I employ you. I'm going to start saying that instead of implore. Just see if anyone says anything to me. Um, uh, I implore you to email me at twistingthewind at gmail.com with your stories. <laughs> with your stories of employment. Uh, anything you got. I mean, obviously music is great and just general communication is great, but if you want to tell me a story or ask me a question, I would love to respond to it on air. Um, I've said this again. I'll say it again. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having a fun time here. <laughs> I've said it once and I'll say it twice and I'll say it three times. The Twisting the Wind t-shirts are on their way. And by on their way, I mean they haven't left the shipping dock yet, but they will eventually. Listen, we're eventually going to have Twisting the Wind t-shirts. They're going to be so good and they're going to be limited. So... When you get one, know that it is special. Don't fucking stain it or do stain it. Be like me. I stain every goddamn shirt. I really do. How do I know if the shirt's mine? Uh, it's got a stain on it. Yeah, salad dressing. Is there a way to eat salad where the lettuce doesn't like flick the dressing? You know that I'm talking about? It flicks it. It's like this the because you got because you got the good greens. You got those good good if you got those if you've got those good greens. I'm talking about the good greens, not the cooked ones, not the wilted shit that's been flown in from Chile. But those good greens, those good locally sourced arugulas, those good locally sourced frisee, which is just a type of chicory, which is actually like a thing that's spattered to coffee. So now you know, you know, you got those good, you got those good greens, okay? Those good greens. Those things got that flick on. They got that spring. You know, you get that oil on there. The, the oil's going to flick that oil that's on the, the dressing. dressing. And then you, you get, get it on your shirt. How are you supposed to not do that? I don't know. I've yet to figure out a way to to really enjoy a salad and not get that dressing flick. Fucking me. Funky me, funky you, Timmy Thomas. So that's going to happen. 
ja. I want to talk about. <laughs> I've had a lot of hair in my mouth for real, a shitload of hair in my mouth because of this dog I have. If you don't know, I have a huge ass dog. When I say huge, it's not the biggest, but it is one of those dogs where anytime anyone sees her, they go, "Wow, she's big." Or they go, wow, he's big. And I go, she's a she. Because she is a she. You look at my dog and it's like, it's, it's, she's pretty. She's not a boy. She is scary. She definitely has the eyes of a wolf and a large body that looks like it's a combination of some sort of a weird, like, medieval hound that was meant to hunt people down. And her hackles do go up. And she does weigh almost 80 pounds. And she does have a bark that sounds like um, something terrifying. It's this. It's, whoa, whoa. It is deep. I remember the first time we heard this bitch bark. I was in the garden. This is all, all this is coming back to the garden, this little story I want to tell. And uh, I'm with my girlfriend, and we got the dog out there. And she's, you know, she's an older puppy at this point. She's like six months old, seven months old, maybe less. Not full grown, but some... A garden mate of mine is with his son in there, and they're they're stretching out this soaker hose. They got it. They're unfurling it, and they're kind of like like whipping it like a jump rope in the air to kind of shake out the kinks, right? And it's I don't know if it's like it made like a weird subsonic sound, or if it was just the visual look of it. Um, but whatever it is, for the first time ever, our dog Rabbit, she went. It freaked her the fuck out And she got full hackles Talking about full hackles Shoulders and butt And just went It sounds like Someone revving A huge motor Very near And I was like Wow Look at that Look at what our dog just did That Santa did Wow 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 And then from that day forward It's been yeah It's been the dog That people are scared of Even though she's more scared of you Because you're scared of her Does that make sense? Something about dogs where it's like a trust fall. If you can just sort of like barge in and just do that thing where you just wipe it away, you wipe away any fear, which is something we can all do. And not all the time, but we can all do it. And just take it and basically just compartmentalize it and throw it away. Um, the dogs, dogs are like, oh, okay, he's cool. Oh, he's not scared. Okay, must be, um, must be cool. And anytime you do that with a dog like my dog, who's like a sort of a, a semi-rescue, who is scared of shit, scared of everything because she can hear and see and smell everything because she's part Border Collie and German Shepherd. So she's just like, you know, like mega alert. Those kind of dogs, if you just like act, just ignore them and deal with them like a trust fall, you just do it. It's the best way. But there's people who... Who who say they like dogs or who don't like dogs or are just uncomfortable around dogs or any number of personality trait with regard to dog who something about it alerts the dog and the dog gets scary. So it's weird. It's like if the more scared you are of dogs, the more scary the dog is going to be towards you. It's like this fucking self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a it's a it's the snake biting its tail. You know, it's that. You got to nip it in the butt. Not literally. You don't want that dog to bite you. Now, my dog, God damn the fucking hair. The hair, the hair, the hair. I have said before on Twitter, like I was talking about about 12 or 15 minutes ago, that if there was like 
a way that dog hair could be made into like a nutritious sort of very basic complex carbohydrate protein or want to call it you know like a thing that you can everyone can eat like rice if <laughs> if my dog's hair was rice uh hunger problem world solved you just you just breed this dog and you just ship them everywhere and everyone loves them because they're cuddly and sweet and smart and funny and weird and then you just you just brush it every day for breakfast and boil that shit in water and uh there you go wouldn't it be great to live off the hair of your fucking dog or to have like 12 dogs and they live in like that'd be awesome that'd be such a cool life just living off the harvested dog hair because i i mean I got one of those. I got one of those good combs. You ever heard of these things called Furminator? Uh, please go to Amazon.com through our feral audio portal and buy it. If you have a dog, they're great. It's not like a regular dog brush. It's like this special metal fine teeth. They make them for short hair and long hair. And uh, it just like, it like produces fur from... I've brushed her for a half an hour. I mean, our dog is weird and special, but I've brushed her for a half an hour straight. Like, I'm sweaty. My back hurts. I'm in the yard. And I'm... The hair's still coming. It's still coming out. It's just... I mean, it's not in as extreme amounts as initially the first, like, 25 strokes. But I'm telling you, if you got a dog, you got to get one of these permanators and don't buy them in a pet store because they're going to be three times as expensive. I'm not kidding. They're so much more expensive than a pet store. Uh, you gotta, don't get them in a pet store. You go on Amazon.com through our Feral Audio Twisting the Wind Amazon portal. Buy that. Get it shipped to your house and groom your dog. It's a great, great thing. It really makes that coat shine. Shine right like a honey. <laughs> so our dog deposits a lot of hair. And I wish I had, this is everything I really wish I had, is a bunch of fucking spiders. Like a colony of spiders. I like spiders. I don't know if you like me. I don't know if you like me. But I like spiders. I love spiders. I don't have a problem with them in the house. Because I think it's like this. You know, spiders are, they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. doesn't matter what we do as people. Spiders are not going anywhere. They're going to be around. And I'm I'm not using that little corner up above the shower. I'm not using that. I'm not like using that area behind the speaker stand. I'm not using that. So why not let a spider do what it wants, rent-free? Obviously, sometimes they cross into the area where the landlord lives, which is me, and they got to be taught. When I say taught, I don't mean squashed. I mean, you scoop them up, you do the thing with the paper and the cup, and you put them outside. Okay, they'll probably come back in, but still. And also, you know, just fucking, just let them, just let that black widow bite you. I really think I might, I really want to do that, get a black widow bite, but no one, everyone says I'm crazy and stupid and won't let me do it. I mean, how bad could it be? Listeners, have you been bitten by a black widow? Please email me, tell me about it, please. I don't want that fucking brown recluse bullshit. I know all about the brown recluse bites. They're, they're, it's, it's, it's flesh eating. It's, uh, what's the word? It's such a better word than flesh eating. What's it called? It's someone it, fucking A, man. Fucking A, man. It's called, um, Ah, uh, oh, it's such a good word. Oh, what's it called when it turns, you know, it's flesh eating. It's a, uh, oh, 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 I'm going to have to look it up. I have to look it up. But those fucking <laughs> flesh eating, flesh eating, it's called, I don't know. 
fucking I don't care anymore. Those half the time flesh eating half the time those brown recluse bites they're not brown recluse bites you got an infection bitch bitch you got an infection and you thinking of blaming on the spider community give them a rest okay they're working hard 24 7 making freaky webs living in spaces that you didn't intend to use and so they're using it for you nature abhors a vacuum remember that nature abhors a vacuum it and what does abhor mean it hates it it's a vacuum. It likes to put shit everywhere. Why waste? Let the spiders in. So I'll hit back to what I was thinking before I started on this deep, deep bullshit tangent. Spiders, if a spider colony would, let's just say I can't eat the dog hair like I was talking about. I can't eat my dog's hair. Imagine if you had a bunch of spiders that did. That's all they did. They're just like, maybe they're big spiders, right? Maybe they're the size of like, Shit, I don't know. Maybe like the like the the kind where like, ooh, I don't want that living with me. But imagine if it was the size of say, like a cockroach, like a bunch of spiders, a bunch of them. They lived together, and all they ate was your dog's hair. They'd harvest it at night, but leave the house really tidy. We'll leave the house with tidy of dog hair. Would you or would you not harbor a small spider colony? that lived in like a recess of your house you don't use, if they lived off nothing but insects and dog hair or just dog hair, would you? Answer is yes. There you go. Moving forward. Hey, I'm sorry about last night. Oh, yeah. How are you? I'm yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, coming up next, it's time for Ooh, All right, coming up next, it's time for Johnny Pemberton's Community Garden Story of the Week. For the first time, maybe not repetitive, maybe won't happen again, but definitely will be the first time and maybe happen again, Johnny Pemberton's Community Garden Story of the Week. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to my garden. I have a I have a plot or two in a community garden that is very close to my home. It's across the street. So it's basically like, you know, an extension of my own garden. If you know me, if you listen to the podcast before, you know I love plants. I love gardening. I fucking love it. I really do. It's like it comes and goes, but sometimes I'm just like, I can't believe how how great this is. Um, and I, everyone should do it. There's no reason not to. I'm going to have some more gardening compasts. I almost mix compost and podcast. That's a pretty good thing. Yeah. Cause spring's coming. So it's time to start planning your, uh, your crazy ass shit. So, uh, I go to the garden and I'm just checking on my stuff. I've been out of town. It's rained a bunch here. Real good. I want to check on my crops. And uh, we in the garden, this is a long story. Not a long story, but it's complicated to explain completely. But basically, the community garden is great, but it is run by a woman who is very nice and very smart, but she is like the epitome of a blooding, like bleeding heart liberal in the sense where, not bleeding, it's like gushing forth. Like, um, be careful with that shovel, you might kill the ladybug I saw over around here five minutes ago. That kind of thing. Um, so good and bad. 
mostly good. We got, <laughs> we got some bees in the garden, some like you know freaky bee people, because they are people who are people who do bees who live in Los Angeles, who live in like major urban areas, who are into bees. They're freaky. They really are. Like I've I've met a lot of hard headed organic types and and like proto hippies and all that kind of shit. But the bee people, they're freaky. They just are. There's something about it about being cool with bees. Like, I like bees a lot. I'm cool with bees. I do not freak out when bees are around. But if you're not a fucking professional beekeeper, if it isn't your goddamn job, like, it's like, it's like how farmers' relationships, relationship to crops, like big time farmers, are different than mine. Like, there's this, but there's this business where mine's like, oh, look at this little leaf. Look at, you know, it's more wistful and kind of quaint. So where farmers, you know, they don't necessarily all the time always have time for that kind of that kind of thing. Not to say that they're not that way at all, but it's just a different relationship. So if you have like a casual beekeeping thing, you're kind of a freak. <laughs> you're kind of a weirdo. Not not in a bad sense, but you know, you know I, I think they're all a little bit strange. So we got we had this bee colony, like a small bee box in the garden for a while. It failed. Don't know why. The bees weren't having it. They all left. They didn't die. They just left. That's how the bees do. Most of the time, they don't die. Well, you know, there's the whole colony collapse <clears throat> disorder, but I think this was... You know, I, I think I'm actually confusing myself here because I think a lot of that colony collapse disorder is the... Whatever. Either way, this fucking hive didn't work out. Now, we, And as of about, I guess, yesterday or two days ago, we have a new hive. And this new hive looks really strange. I mean, the best thing I can think of describe it is it looks sort of like a baby coffin, <laughs> uh, which is the least funny thing in the world. But by by it being the least funny thing in the world is the least is the most funny thing. It looks like sort of like a baby bassinet slash coffin. It's some weird I don't know some freaky ass bee technology. So I go to the garden. I've got a uh, steaming cup of hot tea with me. Some really, really good tea. Oh, my God. I'll put a link to this up on the podcast so you can buy it. It's from this Parisian uh, company called Kizmi, I think is what it's called. But this is the fucking... This is good tea. I'm I'm off coffee now. Back to tea. And uh, I got the steaming hot mug of tea. And I'm unlocking the padlock. I open the garden gate. And there's a bee, like, in my hair, right? Um... And I'm like, wait a second. What? Okay, that's that's not no big deal. But it just like won't. It's like I kind of try to, you know, step out of the way, and it's, it's still hear this buzzing and buzzing and buzzing, and it's not going away. So next thing you know, I'm fucking running across the garden like a crazy person with this hot mug of hot tea, trying to get this fucking bee off my hair, and it's not going away. So it won't go. It's like harass. It's truly harassing me. I know. I was being harassed by a bee and I eventually like did enough zigzagging got enough distance I was like what the fuck but then so I just should have I spoke out of turn basically but I did, when I first got to the garden today I didn't realize that we had new bees we didn't have this new this new baby coffin bassinet loaded with bees so so i'm like oh shit there's okay I, I see them over there in the corner i'm like oh we got fucking bees again now and so at first I already feel like a fucking idiot because I've just been running around like a crazy like people who are scared of bees act around bees but I never get freaked out by bees but this one was just was straight up just not it wasn't doing the typical bee thing where 
it's it it stops it gives you like a, a moment a moment of harassment and then it's like okay uh, clearly you're chill I'm not gonna keep harassing you but I it didn't it didn't respond to my chillness and my walking away it just kept fucking me it's like god damn it so I go to my plot I'm looking at my stuff and I'm getting I get hit again I'm getting like crazy harassed on my B and I try to like sit down and just sort of like wait it out but the thing is it's not it's not landing on me. It's doing the harass. It's doing the buzz buzz in my face. I can't even fucking see it harass. And it's killing me. At this point, this is maybe like the third time now I got the third harass. I am running through the garden like a fucking lunatic, like hitting my shins in people's plots. I actually jumped in somebody's plot and almost destroyed a fucking broccoli plant. I almost did it, but I didn't. I mean, this is unheard of. I was acting like a goddamn dog or something. I, 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 ridiculous. I can't believe I'm doing this. This is just absurd. Like, I've never experienced this type of a bee harassment before. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why are these things being this way? And why are they being this way? I, and guess what? There's no, there's no end of the story there. That's just it. Like, I had to leave the garden today because I was getting so harassed by these bees. What the fuck is going on there, huh? These, it's because they're brand new. They like, just got there and they've got to feel out their territory or something. I don't know. I wasn't anywhere near the hive. I was like 50 feet away from the hive. And these things just keep fucking lighting me up. And I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm really chill with these bees. And I'm getting lit up like a fucker. You know? I don't get it. I don't like it. They better chill out. I'm saying right now, bees, you better, better. You, I'm telling you right now, you better cool down there, okay? You better cool out. Because, you know, I'm going to come in that shed right next to where y'all's baby coffin bassinet is. I'm going to be getting out my pitchforks. I'm the captain. I'm the compost captain of the garden. I'm going to be going over there. I'm going to be turning that compost, Okay. It's right quick. It's right there, right near your fucking house, your baby bassinet bee house. I don't want to be getting harassed. I'd rather get fucking stung. I really would. I'd rather get stung once and left alone than the buzzing harassment. Fine, land on me. I don't care if you land on me. Just don't fucking do the buzz. Just don't get in my ear and just. <sighs> Can you imagine if a person went in there who really had a problem with bees? Shit, you'd be like, oh, well, well I, I guess I can't garden here anymore because these bees are maniacs. There's got to be a type of maniac bee. We must have gotten the maniac bees by accident. Like, we must have gotten the African maniacs or the Africanized maniacs because they're not African, right? It's the Africanized that are maniacs. But they make more honey. But they're fucking maniacs. <laughs> I want to tell more stories about the garden because it really is. If you have a chance to join a community garden, I recommend it highly for two reasons. One, growing vegetables is great. Or growing anything, for that matter, is great. And a nice little raised bed, which you can have access to water and compost if you have a good garden. And two, you will meet some people who are freaky who you will never otherwise meet. Like people who are like, wait a second, are we in a TV show right now? Because you, you are just... You're, this is weird. Like the, I mean, I don't want to go into it now, but the assemblage of persons who are involved in this garden is absurd. There's also the email chains are like, 
Yeah, yeah, good job, Johnny. Just sort of sort of vaguely mention some shit and then don't follow up on it. Real good storyteller. He's such a good. Oh my god. Did you just hear that story he told that didn't make any sense about the people in his garden? He referenced a bunch of people, but he didn't pay it off. It was so enthralling, I want to nominate him for a TED Talk. Oh my god. Did you see one of those new TED Talks with a guy? Explain how if we just took one less sip of water in the morning, then all the babies who live on the moon won't have to eat shit anymore. Oh, you ever thought about eating baby shit? I mean, think about it. It's just, what do babies eat? It can't be that bad. Here's a song. You scared me. You dropped your purse. Here's a, here's, here's a song you're going to like oh, a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh! Oh! Oh!
Hey. It was Herb Hardesty with just a little bit of everything. You have been listening to a very brief, very special, you know, very unique, uh, quickie, one-off, twisting the wind here with me, Johnny Pemberton. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for sharing your ear time with me, for driving, for assembling a small electronic part, making some chocolate, whatever you do when you're listening to this cast, listen, listen to this podcast. Any of those things. Thanks for that. Keep coming back. It's <laughs> Please rate and review the podcast if you like it, because you do, because you're still here. Please rate and review it on iTunes. Share it with your friends. Share it on your Facebook. Do all that stuff. Also, go to feralaudio.com. Look at the Twisting the Wind page and shop on Amazon through our Feral Audio Amazon portal. Maybe click on some of the things I recommend for you to buy. The things that I think are good to buy. Oh... Uh, also, uh, you know, dig music, dig it, just dig it hard, dig into it, get it ripe and rich, <laughs> and um, email me, twistingthewind at gmail.com, stories, questions, musical, tangential items. Does this sound okay? I just don't know. We are having a wonderful day. I'm for Daddy's birthday. We are the forest for Daddy's birthday. We are the birthday for Daddy's birthday. We are the forest because Daddy likes the forest. So we are the for Daddy's birthday. We don't know how we went to there. We just do this here and there. We don't look at that bouquet. You know what I should do. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.